Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, welcome to Film Fandango, the film podcast. My name is David Reed, and joining me as ever is Mr. Marrick Larwood. Hello, Marrick. Wow. Uh, Captain Marek Larwood. Sorry, joining me as ever is Captain Reverend. No, 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 not Reverend. No, just the captain. captain. What are you captain of? My own ship. <laughs> is this a real ship? Well, I have decided that I am a vessel. <laughs> yeah, for myself. For seamen. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So therefore, therefore, you are captain of it. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I really should be admiral, but. I'm not that much in control of myself. Also, admirals are in charge of many vessels, aren't they? Yeah. I'm a captain. I'm a sort of part-time captain. Part-time? Who's in charge of your vessel? Well, I'm when saying you're... I'm not fully in control. I'm not master. <laughs> sure, occasionally. I'm not. And they, there will be mistakes and errors. Are you look? Are you hiring a first officer at the moment Ebullition. to look after it when you're asleep? I should do. You really should, because you, you never know what it will be doing. If you would like to be the first officer of the good ship Merrick... Yeah. Please apply via our website. <laughs> or you can simply go to your nearest street corner and scream random noises into the sky. That's that another way. My name. Yeah, just scream. My name, also number four. <laughs> over and over again until Marek finds you. Um, this is Rob Fandango. We'll be talking about films. Um, we are lucky enough this week as well to be sponsored by HerFilmProject.com, which, if you haven't heard about it, is an initiative to help inclusivity in film. So if uh, that is trying to uh, promote um, female characters or ethnic minority characters or minority sexualities or whatever it may be, if you are trying to get your film made, then maybe they can help you. Go to HerFilmProject.com or follow at her film project on Twitter. Um, you're looking pensive, Marek. What are you... I was looking out of the window at the flats on, in the distance. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And there was a, a, an unsavoury character who's now moved out of my, my shot, window shot. It's odd, isn't it? Because usually you can only see the green leaves of the trees whilst for, uh, oh, recording really? this. But of course, in winter, the leaves are gone. So it's more and like real The sinister window. flats are now revealed to us, yeah. Yeah. I know this because when I've been working in the woods chopping down trees, my little brother. You hate trees, don't you? You kill them for a living. No, well, that's the thing. I thought, oh, it's bad chopping down, but it, it, we actually chop down the hazel, which block up and clog up, hasn't grown properly. It's supposed to grow straight if it's really kept. If hazel is managed as a tree, it grows mm. straight so it can be used for making fences and things like that. Right. But otherwise, it clogs up 
some of the woodland. It's a greedy tree, isn't it? Yes, it takes all the, the water away from the, the nice... Water and the light. The, uh, from the ash trees and actually disrupts the wildlife. So next time you see someone chopping down the tr- trees, think, oh, actually, that might be a bad tree. It might just be a, a dick tree. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, the hazel. Hazel. Well, if you see a hazel tree on uh, your walks around... An unkempt one. An unkempt one. Why not... Kick, kick, kick it, it in the bark. Kick it right in its bark. Yeah, kick its dick off. Yeah, sure. Um, I saw a film this week. Yeah? Yeah. Do you what was it, the Dick Kicker? It wasn't the Dick Kicker. Have you seen Dick Kicker? I think Dick... I, I, you don't need that, do you? If you're going to call your film... No, Dick Kicker is Dick Kicker's a really good one. I mean, it's got a good sound to it, actually, hasn't it? That's Dick the Kicker. sort of f- film that her film project would fund, wouldn't it? Dick Kicker. Dick Kicker. I don't know, I think quite the opposite. It depends who Dick Kicker is. A really angry woman. It's a strong female lead, Dick Kicker. Yeah. Who uh, go prosecutes private investigators. Or it could be a football player. Dick Kicker? Yeah. <laughs> it depends how you say it. Uh, it's, yeah. all in, it's all in the um, I- I- intonation. It is. If you know a word, has different intonation. <laughs> no, no, we're not asking people to invent <laughs> words. This isn't a podcast about everything. <laughs> And nothing. Um, I saw a film this week. Do you want to hear about it? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to tell you. What was it? Okay, I saw The Girl with All the Gifts, which is based on a book that I believe you have read. Yes, it is by M.R. Carey, is that right? Um, quite possibly. M.R. something, because I, I think he has the same initials as me, which is um, M.R., so when I got letters... Mike Carey, yeah. Um, who wrote the screenplay as well as the novel. When I got letters, he probably had the same problem with me, is you'd get them uh, delivered to Mr. Mister. Ah, uh, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Larwood. Mr. Mr. Larwood. That's yeah, why yeah. I changed my name to Captain. It's why I didn't become a doctor, because I would just be Dr. Doctor. Yeah. Uh, with my initials. Yeah, d- Dr. Doctor, I've got a... Exactly, I'd be a joke. I'd just sister, be a, my uh, dog... Uh, how does it smell? If you know how it smells, <laughs> why not write in to dear no. <laughs> Stop clogging up our inbox with all this crap. Uh, um, well, Mr. Kerry is this. He is just uh, one of the shining lights of British science fiction writer who's got quite a big uh, following. Right, cult following. Well, the girl with all the gifts is. A British film uh, starring uh, Gemma Arterton, Paddy Considine, and Glenn Close. So it's got a good cast. Yeah. Um, and who plays the girl? Uh, I think that Sunia Nanua. I think that. Oh, her. a relative of mine. Is that the, what you from the the Nanuas? Yes. From your mother's side. Um, it is about a little girl who. Is seemingly she's in this institution where they're all wheeled around like tiny, cute Hannibal Lecters. All these kids, and uh, they're seeming—you're not quite sure what's going on. And it slowly transpires that they've uh, they have been infected with a, uh, a virus that has in, in, infected the world in order to try. They're sort of like cure. living zombies, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're really? living zombies because it's they've been. It, I think the zombie virus has been put into. Uh, Fetuses or something, I can't remember. Diet Pepsi. What? Why did he just say Diet Pepsi? I don't know. What did that have to do with anything? 
Are right. you getting Tourette? No, I'm just... <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Oh, right. You're getting Tourette. <laughs> no. Um, so, basically, it's a zombie film that pretends it isn't for the first 20 minutes and then is a zombie film. Yeah. Um, and I have to say, for all... It started out brilliantly in that it's really interesting that the main character is this strange girl who appears to have feral uh, cannibalistic instincts and yet is just a girl who doesn't know any any different um, it's it's soon turned into every zombie thing I've ever seen and and, and but just with a smaller budget and less action and I so, think that was the same in the in the, the book felt like there was a very good idea yes which became the exact ending that I think I read before yes I, I have to say I got bored I got bored of it. it it's been reviewed very well um and did it get a cinema release? Yes, one? it did. It did. Yeah, uh, possibly only in Britain. Um, but I, 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 it may just be me. Lots of people have enjoyed this film, but I am just a bit done with the zombie genre. I, you know, it feels like the, as soon as you've got humans who want to survive and they've got to trek through destroyed cities like their jungles. Uh, getting past lots of shambling zombs it's like well there's only so many things you could it's, you're doing the same thing as everyone's always done before and it's yeah. just a bit tedious you know I've read quite a lot of end of the world books it's always the same trying to get to the, a place that's sort of safe haven yeah. amid the apocalypse exactly, think, exactly. Oh, well, what else can really happen and one of you is a scientist um, who's probably not quite caring enough to be they're probably going to be a villain by the end there's always one arsehole one of you's going to get bitten and hide it it's all of the same same old shit you know but this is I don't watch The Walking Dead which uh, do you watch The Walking Dead because people seem to absolutely love that I read the graphic novels uh, and I think I read the first 12 books and I was so depressed by the end of it and it was just the same of just relentless a relentless cycle of death Mm. Yeah, but that seems to be what people want. I, it's it's odd. I may have talked about this before on the podcast. I don't know, but certainly it seems um, the zombie genre started as a satire of uh, c- commercialism, of yeah. you know, just uh, brainless consumption, and has now turned into pornography for uh, frustrated people who just want to kill everyone around them. It's become Imagine if you got a gun, you got, got to just kill without guilt everyone well, around you. Well, I'm going to talk you. about a zombie film as well in the second half. Oh, of the okay. one that I've so, chosen. But at what speed were the zombies in this? Uh, they're proper shambling, slow zombs. Yeah, yeah. Although they do occasionally sort of lurch. Mm. I suppose they lurch and uh, and run occasionally, but they're that you they're the kind that you can sort of wander amongst, and if you don't make any loud noises, they won't even notice you're there. Yeah, you know that kind of thing. It's a bit like Dawn of the Dead sort of yeah, one yeah, day. That yeah. what's the one with the shopping mall? Uh, that's the original one, isn't the it? Second that's Dawn one. of the Dead. The second one, isn't it? Um, Not Living Dead, which is the first one. Yeah, and Dawn of the Dead. Dawn is of the Dead is famous, the great. Yeah, yeah. The one they, they remade when they just got blue faces, really. <laughs> yeah. And a great uh, uh, keyboard soundtrack. And actually, a really good remake. I thought the remake of Dawn of the Dead yes, was I thought, excellent. I thought it was good as well. Yeah. Um, really funny and you know it did it properly well you know it, it's a good genre it's just been overdone for me I've seen it too much you know Glenn Close is brilliant really watchable 
I rewatched her in 101 Dalmatians the other day, and she's fantastic as Cruella Deville. But the cartoon of that is I know it's better, better, but you know what? What I actually hadn't appreciated at the time about that film is that they don't overdub the animals at all. Every single animal scene is just talking animal. They don't talk. You probably don't remember if you haven't seen it, but the animals are just animals. They don't talk, so it's all just dogs acting like dogs. Like they, they, and they, they do the slapstick sequences and all of that, but they never do that thing of going, "Oh, Daddy, I just want to get home." All of that crap. Yeah. That, I hate that. Whereas you know, at least it's animals that can't talk. But anyway, um, and Paddy Considine's in it. Up, if you're a dog, shut up. Shut up, mate. Um, and Paddy Considine's always great. I think he's fantastic you know he's very good and you know what I, I think Gemma Arterton is underused as well I think she's very good um, but it's just it's not really my genre people going to a place to find a safe haven I am going to talk about much the same after the letter section alright well let's get on with it it's time for this Okay. From only the most valuable voiceable player of 2016. David Reed? No, Rob Marland. Uh. Here we go. Here it is. Hello. I have a couple of titles to add to your pile of listening suggestions. First up is Tokyo Drifter, a 1960s Japanese Yakuza movie directed by Sejun Suzuki, I probably pronounced that wrong, who sadly kicked the bucket today. Uh, 23rd of February is dated. Suzuki was fired by a studio for his bizarre visual style, a total injustice because this film looks great. It's ran with blood red muzzle flashes, impromptu pop videos and product placement for hair dryers. The second is Tokyo Story, a drama about an elderly couple who take a trip to Tokyo to visit their grown-up children, none of whom have any time for them. It will tear your heart out tear at your heart it topped sight and sounds director's poll a few years ago and is my favourite film although when everyone asks me my, well, anyone asks me what my favourite film is I say Groundhog Day because I don't want to come across as pretentious you can skip Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift and he says he's written Ega o Miro Suzukuro I pronounced that wrong but it, from Rob Marlin so that uh, that is what he's written so uh, Tokyo Drifter Tokyo Drift uh. uh, no, Tokyo Drift, uh, and Tokyo Story. Tokyo Story. No, okay. Uh, okay, well, we'll add those to the list. I'm enjoying our list. We're actually getting through it a bit as well, which is exciting. Um, yes, I've not seen that film, so I look forward to it. Shall I add it now? I'm I'm typing it. I'm typing it in. Here's, an, here's another letter. Do you want to read it out? Yes. You good at reading? I'm okay. Well, do your best, mate. Thank you. This is from Caleb Tanner, and he says, Hello, film fandanglers, buddy, his Royal Highness Chris Webb, guest, and Danielle. And he says, Nah, no accent required. Can you help me, please? I am stranded in New Zealand, enduring a midlife crisis, living in a ten-year haze of children's films with the odd grown-up film thrown in. As a result of my circumstances, I've started to seriously doubt my judgment. There are two, two films that I've seen and enjoyed. Number one being Wild Bill, directed by Dexter Fletcher. 
The other is Ill Manners, directed by Ben Drew, a.k.a. Plan B. Wild Bill was in a holiday cottage and we put it on just on the off chance it might be good. We did enjoy it, but the alcohol might have helped. I thought Fletcher's Eddie the Eagle was good family entertainment. The kids enjoyed it, which is not always a good sign. Ill Manners was a deliberate choice and turned out to be quite Shakespearean, for want of a better word. Some of the acting is a little wooden, but the film has stayed with me, which is always a good sign. Have you seen either of these films? If so, can you confirm whether or not I am a total half-wit with no idea? Thank you for the excellent podcast. I have been a listener since the absolute days. Kind regards, Caleb. And he says, P.S. Films that you have recommended that I've really enjoyed are The Raid, Just Incredible, World's Greatest Dad. Of course! Thank you for those gems. I've not recommended either of those. Um, what, The Raid or World's Greatest Dad? No. Well, uh, Lizzie Roper brought in World's Greatest Dad, which is a film uh, starring Robin Williams, we've not talked about in a while. But if you ever saw the DVD cover, you would just avoid it like the plague because it looks total shit. And it's brilliant. Yeah. Really good. And The Raid is for vi- violence fans. You can't get any better. <laughs> it was just better than Judge Dredd that came out the same time. I really like Dredd. I really like. They're both. Good. They're both good. They're, they're, they, people compare them because they have almost identical stories and came out at the same time. But uh, they they are very different films. I have not seen Wild Bill. I've not seen Wild Bill, and I've not seen Ill Manners. Neither of they both sort of have always struck me as that kind of uh, yeah, I'm a geezer kind of a film that I always find shit but that's just my prejudice but really I have seen the other two Dexter Fl- what Bill's supposed to be really really good is it I saw Sunshine on Leith which I didn't like at all right and only yesterday I watched Eddie the Eagle oh right what did you think I thought it was sublimely average oh because it's got the kid from um, the Kingsman Kingsman in it and Hugh Jackman weirdly isn't it I just think that People were raving about this uh, performance uh, from the uh, Taron Egg- Edgerton. Yes, that's Ed of the Eagle. I've always terrible. Right. It reminded me of Ricky Gervais's Gurning in Derek. Right. Where you just pull one face for Ed Eagle seemed really two dimensional. Have you met him? Yes. He comes round my house. I have met him. Every other day. But he, what's he like? What a nice bloke. He's an absolutely lovely bloke, yeah. Yeah. He does look a bit like that, though. But all all the time, we right, put, yeah. I'm doing the pushing my chin out and doing this sort of half Ricky Gervais, Derek yeah, yeah. I thought, and it's a great story, yeah, the Eagle story. I remember doing my, at middle school, doing a Winter Games project, uh, the Calgary Olympics of 1988, following it all, when Ed Eagle was massive. Um, I just don't think at the start you think oh this could be really really good where Eddie the Eagle's sitting at his uh, at the table and he's really obsessed with the Olympics and you see that he's left a, a stain using his hot chocolate of the Olympic rings on the yeah, yeah. on the table and you think those are really nice touches but then everything else in Eddie Eagle is completely predictable like all the all the sort of um evil sportsmen who don't take him seriously or all. I assumed it was just going to be a remake of Cool Runnings when I saw the trailer I'd say it's a less good Cool Runnings well Cool Runnings is great I yeah. think I really like Cool Runnings I thought it was really disappointing um, so I couldn't tell you what, what, what Wild Bill is, uh, what is like ok well we well, I met Dexter Fletcher and he was a very, very nice man I, I I played poker with him have you yeah 
I Dexter Fletcher is one of those characters who sort of endured for so long now in our culture, like in significant roles to a niche group of people. So like yeah. from Press Gang to Games Master to uh, Lockstock to, you know, um, and then it crops up in um, Layer Cake as well. And then he plays he plays the dad in uh, the Mila Jovovich Three Musketeers. He's like uh, Daltanyon's dad in that. And he's like, he's everywhere. <laughs> he's brilliant. One, one brilliant touch, though, which I loved of Eddie Eagle right. for Press Gang fans exclusively of Press Gang fans, is there's one cameo from a Sun reporter, and the reporter is the person who played the character Colin in Press Gang, who is a man called Paul Reynolds, who played the Wheeler D, the bloke Colin. I've met him as well. And he was this dodgy Sun reporter in two scenes, and it was almost exclusively for people. But he's got a proper punchable face, so as a red-top reporter, you'd believe him, wouldn't you? But it it was, for Press Gang fans, I really love Press Gang. Yeah, me too. It it was just a great... Do you remember the episode when you thought Spike might have been killed? I can't remember that. Do you remember that? When there was, uh, anyway... He did really well for a while, didn't for a while, and disappeared. Yeah? The bloke who played Spike. Dexter Fletcher. No, not Spike. Um, the guy who played uh, Lee Con- Ross, who played uh, K- Kenny Phillips, he was in oh, loads yeah, of stuff yeah, for, yeah. for about about ten years ago. Well, there you go. I don't know if he's um, dead or not. Um, we will track down Wild Bill and/or Ill Manners and get back to you on that one. I tell you what. What? Talking recommendations. Yes. I've got a recommendation from. Do you remember Martin Appleyard? I do remember Martin Appleyard. He's been very quiet for a while. Who Martin Appleyard, who closely came runner-up in our fan ultimate fan competition, well, you which know, was very controversial. It was very controversial. There was all sorts of uh, uh, vote tampering <laughs> going on. But you know what? That's reminding me of Marek. What? It is a new year. So Chris Webb, his reign is over now. We, well, we, we can't do it yet. We did well, it not yet, but ago. I'm just saying he was 2016's uh, greatest uh, film Fandango fan, but the 2017 is yet to be decided. Oh, Chris Webb won't be happy about that. No, he won't be. So, Martin Appleyard recommended Train to Busan. Okay. And I thought, do you know what? I'll watch this because I've not seen many Korean films. And you like trains? I regularly get on trains. Yeah. I've not seen many Korean films, so I'll watch Train to Busan. Also, a zombie film. Okay. Right, so it, we've inadvertently done a zombie double bill this week. Double zombies. Double zombs. Um, if you're... It's about a divorced dad. He's just a businessman. All he does is he works all day and he neglects his daughter. Silly man. And he goes to give her a... a, a a birthday present to say, you know, that oh, happy birthdays. Is it, it something she doesn't buys want? Buys a computer. Okay. Well, that's pretty generous. Yeah, but he got the exact same computer at Easter or some other celebration. Well, He's you don't got need it. computers that regularly. Well, it means it shows just shows he does. He's not, not got any ideas. Says he's not thinking about it. I mean, oh, I hate this man. Yeah, I mean, it looks like, and all she wants to do for her birthday is to see her mum. Who lives in Busan? Right. So eventually, agree. It's a quite a way away on the train. Okay. Probably as far as like Durham. 
Middlesbrough. Oh, okay. Um, so not as I think no, I think Durham is about the right. Yeah, thing. yeah. I'd say it's a good three, four hours away on the train, probably. Okay. I don't know Korea. If you do know Korea well, maybe Newcastle then. Yeah. So I mean, what on earth could make this father and daughter relationship? You know, could fix it. Zombie apocalypse. Exactly, Mundo. There is nothing better than a zombie. If you have an irreparable family relationship, <laughs> why, not, why not invent a world-killing virus? Why not you and the person that you become estranged from get uh, go on a mission to go somewhere and yeah. witness a lot of other people being murdered? Then you suddenly value each other. It's the entire thing on a train. Mostly, yes. I like that. Which I mean, it. I like that about it. They are, they are fast zombies and it is two hours long. I'm going to say the same thing I always say, 20 minutes too long. Right. It is true. And uh, it's quite nice when they set up the characters on the train. You can guess who, you know, got the guy in his baseball team with it. It's just who are the gang going to be? Uh, who, who has accidentally brought weapons with them who, on a train? Yeah, there's a, which, which characters are there... You know, the guy with his pregnant wife. Yeah. Who's yeah. going to die. I mean, I think the, the ideal thing to watch this film is you get a card that comes along with the film. Yeah. And you get the main characters and you watch 10 minutes, stop, and then you guess the death order. <laughs> okay. That would yeah, be yeah. a way to watch this film. To add gambling to films, is that? What <laughs> yeah, Death Order. You come in and you get in. You know, to you know to we play a drinking game thing. We get it wrong. Well, there is a know. there is a name for for that game. What's it called? It's called the Deadpool. It's where Deadpool gets. His oh really? Name. Yeah, oh, of yeah, course, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so it's you do a Deadpool. A dead, yeah, you do that for this thing here. Um, I really like the train thing. It's shot really well. Zombies are quite fast. Zombies. You're not going to see anything you haven't really seen before but it's a good version of that I will say you have to buy this film because it's not available to rent and it was most sites at £10 Oof. but I found a New Zealand sort of other site which are called Wuaki Wuaki TV W u-a-k-i dot tv and it has films that are a lot cheaper to buy than normal than apple and all that stuff how have they didn't manage that i don't know it's probably they're probably buying offshore things with my <laughs> credit card that's right, probably it right now but it was still seven quid so it's is it worth seven quid maybe not i but think I if thought, you're gonna watch it in the comfort of your own home it's got to be cheaper than that yeah but i it's it, i thought it was quite interesting to watch a uh, South Korean film really well I mean it's hard to film I'll take my hat off because it's quite hard to film an action film on a train on a train yeah and have all the moving stuff and the different and to have different bits that keep it, it interesting yeah so if you're gonna it sounds though like it's better than Girl well I give you seven a mid seven Mariks which is what it's got 7.5 on IMDb 72 Metascore which is almost exactly right and it's quite nice watching a zombie film in a place you don't really know much about 
because that is in itself alienating, isn't it? So it probably suits it. Yeah, doesn't it? Do I know what people are like? How people behave in the first place in queer thing? <laughs> no, no, I don't exactly. know. Um, what kind of zombie would you be? Bald. If you you'd be a bald zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Would you run at people with your head? But I would take my teeth out, and put them inside my bum. Oh my god! Pull my trousers down, and jump in people's faces. Oh <laughs> no! You'd be like, oh, the the end, the bo- big boss man zombie. No one's been killed in that way, have they? No, and there's a reason. Literally taking your own teeth out—that'd yeah. be great. For, everyone took their own teeth out. They ripped their gums out, mm. put them up their bums, yeah, and, and they, they jumped, jumped on, on people. people's heads. Yeah, can they still bite? Do they get? Can they? Well, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> to the bathroom. If you have any dent- spare dentures, no, don't. Why not send don't, them in? No, to- don't do that. Don't do that. No one's done that. Has anyone had teeth? There must be teeth in the bum in some in uh, some film. There's the film Teeth, which is about um, vaginal teeth, and that apparently uh, fairly common male fear. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I went to my dentist uh, for the first time in ten years. Where's this going? And <laughs> it turns out my mouth is a vagina. Okay. No, I've got, a, wis- I've got a, a wisdom tooth out. Oh, shit. What, under local anaesthetic? I don't even know. I'll go back next week and do it. Oh, dear. So next time you see me or hear me... You might... Uh, look we'll look like that. It won't be any different then, will it? But yeah, much much the same. <laughs> um, but I'll have an excuse. You will have an excuse. Might something at least. But I just think I'm, I'm a bit sick of a zombie. I think the zombies came back around again, didn't they? 28 days later. Yeah, yeah. 28 weeks later. Seemed to reinvigorate the genre as being a bit different. But with a far zombie. Even they weren't zombies, but yeah, they were at the same time. But um, It must cost a lot to do a zombie film because the cast for this mm. you know when you've got loads of zombies yeah it's just a but lot of makeup people are relatively of, cheap aren't yeah, they and zombie makeup's relatively cheap unless they've got things hanging off them and stuff yeah but still yeah just bring okay everyone you're going to make a zombie film wear your worst clothes and eat lots of this and everyone eats the tomato some tomato sauce I'm put it around eat this jam sandwich really badly because it's all in your mouth no, eat it more badly than that. Yeah, and then just move like you've got like you're elbowing your way through um, a crowd. That's it. A really good. Uh, what you can't see now is David is doing some incredible high level zombie acting. I've actually been in two live zombie shows, but I never got to be a zombie. I uh, I played the baddie and then the good guy in a ha- live Halloween thing where you get chased by zombies. Do you, how? What is your ratio of good guys to bad guys? Uh, what on television? Yeah, in roles. I mostly play assholes who mm. are neither good guys nor bad guys. I guess. Mm. I'd love to play a proper villain though. That would be more fun than anything. Yeah, I've occasionally played villains. Yeah. What yeah. kind of thing? Bald ones. Bald ones with teeth in their bum. Yeah. Oh, okay. It never came up, but a you know. Bald guy was... with teeth in the. If I can get that on Google to come up, bald guy with teeth in their bums, my face first of all. <laughs> Somehow, of lift. somehow I will manage to get a part yeah alright well google it after the show and see what comes up now so you I'm can see what your competition is I'm been feeling a bit depressed now oh dear yeah stop thinking about teeth no because it started raining and I've got to go oh dear well 
ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Marek's got to go. Into the rain. Into the rain. Uh, that's enough about films. I would like to, once again, tell everybody that next week, as in next Wednesday, um, I'm recording a new podcast called Inside the Comedian, and it's going to be live at the Phoenix in London. And I would very, very much appreciate any Film Fandango fans who would like to come along to that. Uh, or in to, the future to download it because they, they might be listening to this ultimately in, but in first things first you know I, 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 otherwise I won't do it if it goes badly so you know I'd like a full run in 2025 really. when this becomes yeah you're thinking in, very far ahead when this becomes this in the ultimate podcast yeah it's protected by the American Film Academy or whatever it is as the, as the go to yeah podcast to listen to the podcast Oscars well, people would say, "Well, I, who is the def- what is the definitive film reviewing podcast? This will be it. This will be it. Children will be studying this <laughs> after the fall of civilization, when only the, the zombie podcast remains. The zombie, listen to it. Yeah, but yes, um, if you'd like to come see me recording a new podcast where me and comedians Michael Legg and Tom Bell uh, talk rubbish and Danielle Ward is also on the same evening for the same ticket price at recording her new podcast um, what's Danielle's podcast called? it's called Spooky Wookie Cocktail Hour and it's uh, her sh- short stories and songs uh, sort of with a horror bent and uh, she's got a couple of actors doing that with her as well but you uh, you can look for them for Inside the Comedian on We Got Tickets or go to my website mrdavidreed.com click on gigs and you'll find it there um, it'd be lovely to see you there it should be um, We Have Tickets really shouldn't it We Have All The Tickets not We Got Tickets what sort of world has this become We Got Tickets also that means you've got a double T with got then tickets which is always confusing when you're typing out we got tickets mate we, got tickets, we have tickets we got tickets dot me sounds like they're all stolen oh we got them tickets mate <laughs> um, if you'd like to write to us then please go to the usual place filmfandango.com and fill out the form there and we will get your message uh, recommend us films tell us the worst film you have ever seen just bring up a topic of conversation anything you want to do really if you um, need help if you need help if you're trapped down a well and all you can do is access our website then tell us about it if you can't get rid of the smell of piss just keep that to yourself uh, we'll be back next week keep, keep watching, watching the, the films, films. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.